Hello, and welcome to the Reselling Report podcast for today, Thursday, August 20th, 2020. I'm your host, Ann Eckhart, and every weekday I upload the Reselling Report to update you on the day's retail and e-commerce news, including the latest from eBay, Amazon, Etsy, and Poshmark. Whether you're listening on YouTube or your favorite podcast site, make sure you're subscribed. And now let's get on with today's show. Well, happy Thursday, everyone. I hope you are all having a good day working your reselling business. Some retail headlines, my favorite place to get them, is over on CNBC.com. Walmart says its second quarter e-commerce sales surged 104% in China. Target reports a monster quarter. Profits jump 80% uh, with same-store sales setting record. This is a really interesting one. Their online sales and stores open for at least a year, climbed 24.3% during the quarter ending August 1st, which is an all-time high. E-commerce services and Target's curbside pickup service jumped by more than 700%. And CEO Brian Cornwell said the retailer attracted 10 million new digital customers and picked up $5 billion in market share in the first half of the year. So tremendous growth for Target, uh, continuing with Walmart, Lowe's, Home Depot uh, that continue to do well, the big box retailers. And speaking of Lowe's, they reported a blowout quarter with a 30% surge in revenue. It's just crazy. Also on CNBC.com, they have an article regarding USPS delays. It's titled, Threatening a Key Backbone of Online Sales from Amazon, eBay, and more. Of course, this is what we have been talking about for a week or so now. Uh, This article reads, in early July, business owner Zach Williams found himself in search of 200 packages, which were lost in Detroit's U.S. Postal Service distribution hub. Normally, it would take a day for the shipment to get checked into the facility, but this time it took three weeks. Um, He has a Maryland-based business, Flashback Limited, that sells video game accessories. Growing frustrated, he got in touch with the post office supervisor, who told him the packages were accidentally left behind on a semi-truck in the Detroit facility, shortly after the items were shipped out. Williams attributes the mishap to ongoing delays created by the pandemic, which have hampered the USPS and other carriers. Every once in a while, something gets missed, but that's the first time that happened to me to that degree. The incident is an example of what could become a reoccurring headache for small and big online businesses if problems with the U.S. Postal Service continue. The Postal Service faced a tough road ahead. Its financial woes were exasperated by the pandemic, and critical funding is tied up in the latest coronavirus relief package, which President Trump has rejected as part of his fight against mail-in voting. The USPS also faces operational changes after recently installed Postmaster General Louis DeJoy limited overtime and prevented workers from making late delivery trips. On Tuesday, Reuters reported that DeJoy would pause the rollout of those initiatives until after the November presidential election. The changes instituted by DeJoy, in addition to the coronavirus pandemic, have coincided with reports of widespread mail delays like those of experienced by Williams. Still, the postal surges is largely operating without delays for many Americans world um many aware many Americans across the country. I was going many Americans worldwide know that we're all in the same um, place. A key enabler of e-commerce, the USPS is relied upon not only by small businesses who sell goods via their own websites, but also sprawling online marketplaces operated by Amazon, eBay, Etsy, and major retailers like Walmart and Target. Growth in package shipping from online retailers like Amazon has consistently been a bright spot in the post office's financial results. 
Amazon has built up a vast logistics and fulfillment operation across the country, but it still relies on the post office to handle some last mile deliveries when it's not using its own contractors. Um, Some analysts estimate that the post office delivers 40% of Amazon's orders. And USPS, DHL, and FedEx also rely on the Postal Service to handle a portion of their last mile deliveries via the same parcel select service used by Amazon. For small business owners, the USPS is often the most affordable and reliable shipping option available. Roughly 89% of the small and medium-sized businesses select USPS as their primary carrier when using Shippo. Um, Shippo doesn't close how many SMBs use its service, but they make up the majority of the service's five. 50,000, excuse me, plus active consumers. Um, Delivery delays aren't the only concern weighing on business owners' minds. They also worry about the possibility that the Postal Service will be pressured to raise shipping rates as a way to short finances. And the Post Office did announce on Friday that it would raise the price of commercial shipments during the peak holiday shipping period, but the rate increase is temporary, ending December 27th, and it still needs approval. And with that, I did want to point you over to a post over on stamps.com that lays out the shipping rate increase and what it would mean um, to use so you can go over there and look at the charts that they have. So for instance, a padded flat rate envelope, which a lot of us use, the current rate is $7.75. It would go up to $8.15. That's an increase of $0.40. Cents. Um, it lays out the ounce increases. So something I ship out a lot is 8 ounces. And for zone 1, um, that would go up to $3.46. They have parcel as well. So if you want to get the exact rate increases, uh, this post from stamps.com will be linked in the show notes. If you're somebody who builds in the shipping costs into your price of items, you either offer quote unquote free shipping or you try to do flat rate and make it general enough to cover all your costs, this might be something that you want to look into. Looks like $0.40 um, is about the general increase that we're going to see on the flat rate boxes. So if you utilize those, you might want to think of ways to add that $0.40 in because that's going to add up real quick. There's a new post over in the announcement section on the eBay community forum that's titled Holiday Kickoff Month what to sell and buyer behaviors in 2020. The post reads, we're just over halfway into holiday kickoff month here at eBay, where we're giving sellers practical insights to help you prepare for this very unique holiday and the big opportunities it presents. This week, we're sharing the latest business research on consumer trends, advice on what to sell, and Senior Vice President and General Manager Jordan Sweetnam's perspective on buyer behaviors in 2020. What industry experts are saying? Consider these recent reports on buyer behavior and e-commerce trends from across the industry. Consumers will continue buying products that align with social distancing into the foreseeable future, including tools for remote learning, such as iPads and laptops, and other gifts for staying at home. Black Friday has increasingly shifted online over the past five years, and with fewer people willing to wait in lines and shop in crowded stores this year, this trend will likely accelerate in 2020. Expect a milder than normal fall, leading to a drop in demand for seasonal items. So that's interesting. I mean, how many, how much are people going to be shopping for Halloween? That's really the one thing. Or even Thanksgiving. I Are family gatherings going to happen? Are people going to be having the parties? I don't think so. We're staying home 
until there's a vaccine. We're not going to be getting together with family or doing anything like that. So the things that we would normally purchase, it's not going to happen this year. So something to think about if you carry uh, seasonal items, just a shift maybe to what you normally sell to what might sell better, which is basically home decor, um, things for people to do at home, not so much entertaining. Uh, The Post goes on to read, 58% of retailers say they feel much more or slightly more prepared for the 2020 holiday season as a result of pandemic spur demand. What to sell on eBay this holiday? Um, So last week on the eBay for Business podcast, Griff heard the top predictions for what categories will be hottest through the rest of the year. Take a look at two of the more surprising categories likely to perform best for our sellers and why. Home and Garden. With people spending more time at home and cooking their own meals, eBay has seen a huge search volume and triple-digit growth for small kitchen appliances. That's definitely something to look for. Um, These include air fryers, bread machines, and even cabinetry and storage. Powered by a nationwide trend towards self-sufficiency, we've also seen growth in items aligned with home cooks move to making more from scratch, like pasta makers. Those are always plentiful. Usually if you go into... There's stores, you know, they have the small appliance area. I usually shy away from it, but um, there's definitely money there to be made. So if you can get deals on small appliances, definitely something to look into. Also, sporting goods. There was an increased demand for home exercise equipment like dumbbells, yoga mats, treadmills, following stay-at-home orders, and sales in this category have yet to slow down. Another area of growth has been in bikes, especially electric bikes, which are any of us selling electric bikes or treadmills? I don't know. Oh, this does say those many sellers may not be able to source e-bikes. What could consider sourcing are the accessories like helmets, baskets, lights, and other gear buyers will be looking for to go along with their big electric bike purchases. Okay, thank you for reading my mind, eBay. Buyer behavior for holiday 2020. Um, They are going to have this week's podcast talking to Jordan Sweetnam to discuss the shifting retail landscape. Um, He will note that consumers shift to online shopping over the past six months bodes well for the rest of the year because people have fundamentally learned new shopping behaviors, just something we've talked about here on the show. People who maybe didn't shop much online have now gotten comfortable with shopping online. Um, As far as what buyers will be looking for this year, Jordan sees traditional holiday categories like toys, Legos, and puzzles performing well, and he echoes the earlier prediction that people will be buying more small kitchen appliances. Interestingly, he says that they'll be more apt to buy and gift pre-owned and refurbished items than they have in the past as they look to stretch their dollars further. And Jordan gives the advice of to test, learn, and be resilient. I think the notion of flexibility is going to probably be the most important one to carry all of our sellers through the next three to four months. Meet your handling times and we'll have your back. Uh, Marnie Levine put out the announcement recently about eBay going to extending seller protections for late shipping as long as the sellers are doing their part on handling. So again, make sure you are shipping through eBay's system, printing your label through eBay so that your tracking is right there and they will have your back in case there are post office delays. And finally, balance your work and personal life. Have fun with it. I tend to find comic relief in the insanity that is a little bit of this year. I think the most important thing whether it's balancing your personal life or running your business on eBay, is flexibility. And we all know about that because fourth quarter brings out the crazies. If you've sold on eBay for any length of time, you know that. It's the most wonderful time of the year until you get that crazy eBay shopper. I had one years ago. She ordered a ceramic Disney popcorn bowl. And this sucker was heavy. It was like five pounds. It arrived, but she didn't get it, she says. 
And she sent me a very nasty message that I woke up to on Christmas morning telling me that I had ruined her two-year-old's Christmas because the five-pound ceramic Disney popcorn bowl hadn't arrived, even though it had arrived. Tracking showed it, but yeah, the crazes come out for Christmas. And finally, today in Poshmark News, they have posted over on their Facebook page, get ready because hashtag PoshFest2020 is coming at you from in real life to URL on October 2nd through 3rd. We're excited to announce that our 8th annual conference is back virtually and tickets are available today at 9 a.m. Pacific time. What you need to know. This year, the keynote and all main panels will be live streamed on YouTube for you to tune into at no cost. Premium access tickets, including a special Posh Fest swag bag, access to private networking groups, breakfast sessions, and more are in limited supply, so be sure to get your tickets fast. Head to the official Posh Fest website where you'll be able to purchase your ticket and stay up to date on programming details. If you're new to Posh Fest this year, Posh Fest is Poshmark's annual two day conference for entrepreneurs. Each year, we bring hundreds of poshers together to network, share business tips, and learn from our vibrant community. If you're interested in getting inspired while growing your business, be sure to join us for Posh Fest 2020. So like most events this year, they are going virtual. But if you've wanted to attend Posh Fest and you either couldn't get there or maybe you're just a little shy and you didn't want to, you can view these videos for free on YouTube or the tickets are only $25 um, in order to get those extras. So with the Posh Fest ticket, just as the free access, you get all main sessions via YouTube, but you also get breakout sessions, private networking group, speakers um, that you can connect with, and Team Posh, a swag box, and exclusive digital content. So it might be worth it for you uh, to get that $25. They are limited again, and they just went live, so be sure to head over there, and you can get them if you're in the U.S., or in Canada.